Welcome to podcast number seven from ministrytochildren.com. My name is Tony Coomer, and today I'll be talking with Brandon Maddox from childrensministrylive.com. And Brandon is a young guy, and he's just starting out in ministry, but he's got this great website doing some podcasts with different experts around children's ministry. So I wanted to come and talk with him a little bit and refer you to his podcast because there's actually a companion one with this one on there where he talks to me. So it's kind of a joint podcast. Anyway, Brandon, welcome to our podcast. Thanks so much for having me, Tony. Well, let's just get started with uh, you telling us how you got interested in children's ministry. In sixth grade, I was up at a, a kids' camp, and the pastor was speaking about, uh, like, we're going to be, or that different kids in the room were going to be called to become ministers and become senior pastors, maybe start a skate ministry, all different things. And he kept talking about it, and I kind of was like, different friends of mine was like saying, oh, yeah, I feel called to be a pastor and stuff. And I was just kind of like, why isn't God calling to me? me to anything hello god i'm right here and it was just kind of like i I was kind of like more upset leaving the service because i didn't feel like god called me to anything and a couple of my friends did so i was kind of walking back to the cabin and the the idea kind of like like as i was like kind of cooling off from the service the idea kind of like just was in my head like children's pastor wasn't Mm -hmm. something i would have ever like thought of on my own and it was just like kind of like wait oh I'm supposed to be a children's pastor. And so, but like since then, I've questioned it plenty of times. Like, okay, I was in sixth grade and I just wanted to be called to something. Maybe that was me making it up. So, um, but then I kind of confirm it when I actually serve with kids and it's just like I can just use all my gifts to their fullest and everything's just operating at its best when I'm serving kids. So I can just, that's kind of like, when, when I'm doubting whether or not I was actually called the children's ministry, I just go serve kids and I can kind of, that's kind of God's confirmation to me that, yep, yeah, this is, this is what I made you to do. So right now you're serving as a volunteer in your church, but you're, uh, you're also starting out in Bible college and you're obviously starting your research with the website and with all the people you're talking with. Is that correct? Yes. I serve in like our third and fourth grade room at our church and then, I'm a I'm a leader on when our Wednesday night like midweek program. Well, tell me a little bit more about your website and what was the whole idea behind that website? For the last like maybe six months or so, I had like I'd come up like yeah probably like six months or so ago. I came up with this idea that I thought would that I really want to do. I want to once I'm done with college, I was like I want to go spend three months. Travel and go around and go to 12 different churches on Sunday and then visit 12 different churches during their midweek service. And then in between that, also talk to children's pastors after I'm done with college. But before I go start like full time ministry, because I was like, I'd never be able to do something like that in the future. I want to get I want to build relationships right off the start and get hear what people have to say. But then I was then I my neighbor is a children's pastor of a mega church and. So I went and shadowed him at his church. I hadn't ever even really talked to him that much. And I went and shadowed him at his church. And I was just like, this guy's a genius. I learned so much. And then I kind of finally, after I was, my my youth pastor went with me to the, that church. And he shadowed the the youth pastors at the church. And we kind of on the way home, we were both just like 
just going crazy. We were so excited. It was just like, you would have thought it was two girls talking. Just like, <laughs> it was, <laughs> it was just like, we were just rambling thoughts and like going back and forth. I'm like, oh my goodness, this is so awesome. That, that, that was awesome. And then I kind of like got home and thought, I can do this now. I can like, I can do this like getting advice thing and building relationship thing now. I could do a podcast. And that, that, that kind of like be the, kind of be a way to do that. And so that's kind of where that came from is it was like, I, I'd already, I'd been like, I want to do my idea of my little trip I wanted to do kind of led into my idea of my podcast. And I still want to do that trip once I'm done with college because I think it would be awesome to travel and see a bunch of different churches and how their children's ministries operate and stuff. But yeah, and I, I totally respect that because that's kind of where I'm at in my ministry now where I am here every week and I am here every Wednesday and it's, it's really difficult to get away just for conferences and vacations and stuff. So usually what I end up doing now is when we go on a family vacation, I mean, I kind of, I'm really strategic about planning ahead, thinking, okay, I need to find a church in that area that I can visit and kind of, yeah. <laughs> you know, so I've, I'm doing all this on my vacation. I was like, man, I wish I would have done that, you know, before, before I ended up full time in the ministry because then there's just not a lot of time. But I really respect what you're doing with the website. I know, I know you're a young guy. You're just getting started, but I mean, already I can see that you've got a lot of creativity and you've got a lot of passion for this topic. And I just, I want to affirm that and encourage you to keep getting out there and learning. And I love your humility uh, behind the site. And you know, you're you're like doing these podcasts, and you're like, I'm not the expert, but I'm going to find some people who know what they're talking about. So, man, I really appreciate that. Let's talk a little bit about overchurched kids because part of this podcast is I want to send people over to listen to the interview you just had with me a few minutes ago on your website where I talk about overchurched kids. And, and you ask a lot of great questions, and I talked way too long about that topic. <laughs> but tell me about you. You're 18 now, so was there ever a time in your life where you were an overchurched kid? Or I can tell you why I wasn't an overchurched kid. During the – well, I was talking to you last time. I kind of – kind of like a thought popped in my mind about like – because I, I really don't feel like I was an overchurched kid, but it was – I had such a like a – I, 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 I was an odd kid. I'm, I'm an odd teenager. <laughs> um, and I like had a servant's heart. And so it was kind of like just different. I, than all of my, or than a lot of like my friends, but it was, I had a, I had a, the, I think the main reason why I wouldn't have become an overchurch kid is I had a close relationship with the senior pastor's son in, in sixth grade. We were really good friends. So I was always at their house. And the thing that I always saw is how real our senior pastor was at his home and at the, like, at the pulpit. So it was like, I never, I, it kind of like, I think like one of the reasons you talked about was like kids kind of see like, like their parents not like they're, they, in the, in the other podcast you talked about like parents will be in the car all mad or something and then they get to church and they have a smile on their face and, and it's just like, wait, what was that about? It's it's like I, I from the start I kind of saw the leaders in our church like that they weren't like that. Mm. So it, it was kind of since I had a close relationship with them, it kind of put that no, you can you can have a close relationship with God and this is kind of how it needs to look. And it was like I think I had like I was just I, I guess I was I, I had the right leader. I was I I, I was wa I didn't know it at the time. I wasn't intentionally watching our senior pastor, but I I was I was watching him and I could see that 
that that that was actually like legitimate and he and he actually loved God and it wasn't just all talk. And so it was kind of seeing that kind of put it put it like like kind of made me desire God more, I think, and kind of made me desire a genuine relationship with him and not just just be all talk. And that's that's great advice for us who are who are trying to prevent this problem. So you had a lot of experience serving other people and that you had a, a servant's heart and then you had other adult Christians in your life who you respected. They were church leaders. They happened to be church leaders, but it could have been anybody's dad who was a who was a well-respected Christian and you saw in their home when you were hanging out over there that they were the real deal, right? Yeah, they were authentic. In your current ministry as, as a volunteer and leading uh, in your church, have you noticed the problem of overchurched kids, and have you seen anything uh, that you guys are doing help to combat that? I've definitely seen the problem. I've there was there I, there's definitely been like specific examples I've noticed that have been an issue. But actually, one of them I'll I'll tell you an example and then tell you how it was dealt with. Kind of there was uh, two kids or two parents who were serving in our youth ministry, so they were there for multiple services every Sunday because they'd go to church and then service, serve in our youth ministry and then they were serving on Wednesday nights. So even when our, when our Wednesday night program wasn't in session, like wasn't going, they were, their kids still had to be there because they were there. So, um, so the, the, the kids were at church like multiple times on or multiple for multiple services on Sundays so they were hearing the same lesson over and over again it just it just gets boring hearing the same thing multiple times and then they were they were there on Wednesday nights just sitting around at church continuously and so they were just it was getting to the point where the kids would complain about going to church and just didn't like going to church at all really and so the the parents had to actually it, it Kind of, I was kind of sad because I was in youth ministry or I was in the youth group at that point, but the parents had to back out from being, um, from serving in our Wednesday night program at our youth group because they they wanted their kids to like church. Oh no, they backed out from serving Sunday mornings. So they were only there on one service on Sundays. So the kids only had to hear the story once and then the kids actually now the kids love coming to church again and they're and I actually have one of their kids in my small group on Wednesday nights but they they love it now again and it's kind of like and I totally get where the kids would be coming from because I I mean if I was I don't like hearing the same thing multiple times yeah and I love that example you just gave because <clears throat> it shows a situation where the church was doing everything right except that the parents through their involvement, uh, they had to make some tough choices, and yeah. uh, I, I have all the respect in the world for those kind of parents who are willing to say, look, in this season of our life, um, the family is going to have to take priority here. I, I respect – you know, that's hard to say because especially if God has equipped you to serve in those roles and you think, okay, I've got – my kids need me to do this, but the church needs me to do this. What a hard choice, but it sounds like it's worked out so far, and uh, that's just a, a great situation. Yeah. Well, Brandon, thanks so much again for taking the time to do this. Let me just pray with you and pray for you before we hang up the call here because I just want to – I want to help you in any way I can, and uh, I think it's exciting that, that God's brought you to this point. So let me just pray for you. Uh, Heavenly Father, I want to stop now and pray for Brandon. 
we are just so amazed at the work of grace you're doing in his life uh, that a young man his age, uh, when so many of his peers are concerned on on things that do not bring you glory, that he is passionate about reaching kids and telling them about Jesus. So, Father, I pray that you will continue to grow him and bless him, uh, protect him from temptations, ordain his path in such a way that he will learn from mistakes he makes and find good mentors and just be able to have a real impact in the kingdom of God and in the lives of individual children. So, Lord, we thank you so much for this time to talk together, and we pray your blessings on Brandon, and we pray your blessings on all who are listening to this podcast. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Brandon, thanks again for coming on the podcast. Thank you so much. I'll put a link up here. Everybody needs to head over to childrensministrylive.com and hear the rest of the interview about Overchurched Kids on his site. Thanks again. Thanks again.